I'm Caleb Benjamin, intern at Lawfare. Today on Lawfare No Bull. On October 20th, Kenneth Chesborough, a former Trump lawyer and alleged architect of the fake electors scheme, pleaded guilty to one felony count in the Fulton County election interference case. Chesborough will serve five years of probation and agreed to testify against other defendants in the Fulton County case. Chesborough's plea comes one day after co-defendant Cindy Powell pleaded guilty. Let's go on the record with 23SC-188947, State versus Kenneth Jesbro. We had begun our jury selection process this morning, but I've been informed that there is a change of plea. Is that correct, Mr. Wade? That's correct, Judge. Is that correct, Mr. Grumman? Yes, Your Honor. All right. Is this negotiated? It is, Judge. All right. In that case, whenever counselor are ready uh, and... Whatever is most convenient to Mr. Chesbro, you can stay seated, use that microphone or that microphone, but uh, we could swear in Mr. Chesbro and proceed with the colloquy. Do you want me at the podium, Judge? Well, I think he's going to take the podium, so oh, why don't we have you there? Or you stand right here. Okay. Probably need you where we can we can hear you. Oh, did we really? Yes, okay. I can stand. Can you hear me from here? Okay, Judge, would you like me to give you the conditions of the sentence or the recommendation? If it's, if it's negotiated, I think we can just start at Both the top. Okay, got it. Thank you. Mr. Chesbro, can you please raise your right hand? Do you swear or affirm the testimony you're about to give should be the truth and the whole truth, so help you God? Yes. Please lower your hand and state your true and correct legal name. Kenneth John Chesbro. And are you the Kenneth John Chesbro named in the indictment 23SC188947? Yes. Are you under the influence of any drugs, alcohol, or medication today? No. Is there any medication that you should be taking that you have not taken today? No. How old are you and how far did you go in school, sir? 62, I went through law school. Are you able to read, write, and understand the English language? Yes. Have you gone over the indictment with your attorney, Mr. Grubman, as well as Mr. Aurora? Yes. Do you understand that you were originally charged in count one with RICO, count nine, conspiracy to commit impersonating a public officer, Count 11, conspiracy to commit forgery. Count 13, conspiracy to commit false filings and writings. Count 15, conspiracy to commit false filing, filing false documents. Count 17, conspiracy to commit forgery. Count 19, conspiracy to commit false statements and writings. Yes. Do you understand that the state has a, that this is a negotiated plea? And as part of that agreement, the state has agreed to null pros counts 1, 9, 11. 13, 17, and 19, and we'll be moving forward on count 15 only. Yes. Has your attorney advised you of the minimum and maximum sentence for count 15, which is conspiracy to commit filing false documents? Yes. And do you understand that that carries a minimum of one year to a maximum of five years to serve? I do. Do you understand that you have the right to plead either guilty or not guilty to this charge? And if you plead not guilty or remains or if you plead not guilty or remain silent, you may receive a jury trial. Yes. Have you reviewed the waiver of rights form with your attorney? I have. And have you um, signed it as well? Yes, I have. Along with Mr. Aurora? Yes. Judge, if I may, I'll sit back to the court. Have you had enough time to speak with your attorney, Mr. Aurora and Mr. Grubman? Yes. Have you had an opportunity to talk with them about all the facts and circumstances regarding the charges in the indictment, including your potential defenses? I have. Do you need more time to discuss your case with either of your attorneys? No. And are you satisfied with their services? Yes. 
Mr. Grubman, do you waive formal reading of the indictment? Yes. Do you waive any and all defects that may lie within that indictment? Yes. Mr. Chesborough, have you um, been arrested on these charges that lies in indictment 23SC188947? Yes. The state is unaware of any outstanding warrants related to these charges. Do you or your attorney know of any outstanding warrants that involve these charges? No. No. Do you understand that this is a negotiated plea, which means your attorneys and the state have reached a negotiated recommendation to make to the court? I do. Do you understand that the court is not bound by that recommendation and could sentence you to the maximum penalty for the charges? I do. Do you understand that the recommendation in this particular case as to count 15 conspiracy to commit filing false documents is five years to be served on probation, a $5,000 fine, and that you are, I believe you're asking the court to treat you as a first offender, is that correct? Yes. I'm sorry, $5,000 restitution. You understand that? Yes. And do you understand also special conditions of the probation is that you commit complete 100 hours of community service? Yes. And that you write an apology letter to the citizens of the state of Georgia? Which I have, yes. Yes. And that you truthfully testify at all hearings and trials involving co-defendants in this matter, that you have no communication with co-defendants, witnesses or the media until all cases have been resolved against all co-defendants. Yes. And do you understand that you must give a full recorded proffer with the state that you continue to also provide documents and evidence subject to any lawful privileges asserted in good faith? Yes. And your honor, the defendant has already sought, done an apology letter, which the state will tender into evidence the state's exhibit number one. And also this morning, Mr. Chesborough, along with counsel, um, did give a proffer to the state. And I believe there is an understanding that any outstanding emails, text message, or any of those things will be turned over to the state in timely manner. Indeed, yes. Mr. Chesborough, do you understand, as I stated before, if the judge does not follow the recommendation, you can withdraw your guilty plea and go forward with trial? Yes. Do you understand that this is a guilty plea, which, be, which well, for your case, you're asking for first offender. So once you have completed first offender, you can honestly say that you have not been convicted of a felony. And I'll go over that with you a little bit more. Yes, I understand. And do you understand that this plea may be used to enhance sentencing on any other convictions you may have in any other jurisdictions in the state of Georgia or outside of the state of Georgia and in federal courts? Yes. Do you understand that you are being placed on probation as part of this plea? As being on probation, you cannot violate any criminal laws of any governmental unit or any special conditions of the probation. Do you understand yes. that? Do you understand that if you violate your probation or any other special conditions, you will be subject to revocation of the balance of the sentence? Yes. Do you understand that you are not allowed to possess or use firearms as a result of this plea and where you're on probation? Yes. Do you understand that if you are not a United States citizen, this guilty plea could will affect your immigration status and will resort in deportation, just like a conviction at trial would, and that this is truly is true regardless of any advice your attorney may have given you or anyone may have given you. Yes, fortunately, I am. Do you understand that you that there may be other adverse or unfavorable consequences as a result of this guilty plea, just as there would be for a conviction after trial? For example, your guilty plea may affect your right to vote, your right to hold public office, the right to, to serve as a juror, the right to obtain a passport, the right to receive, possess, or transport firearms, the ability to obtain employment, and your membership of any state or federal bars of which you are a member. Yes. Do you understand that by pleading guilty, if you use, receive, possess, transport a firearm, 
or use a firearm in a crime, you will be guilty of a felony, which may carry a sentence of one to 15 years. Yes. Is my understanding you're asking the court to treat you as a first offender? Is that correct? It, it, correct. Have you gone over the First Offender Act with your attorneys, Mr. Grubman and Mr. Aurora? Yes, I have. Have you ever played guilty or NOLO to or ever been convicted of a felony in the state of Georgia or any other ju jurisdiction? No. Have you ever been sentenced for any crime, felony or misdemeanor under the First Offender Act? No. Has your attorney explained fully to you the First Offender Act? Yes. Do you understand that if you violate the terms of your first offender or commit a new offense while on first offender probation, your first offender status could be revoked, you could be adjudicated guilty, and you could be resentenced up to the maximum sentence for each for the charge in this indictment for which you are pleading? Yes. Do you understand that you waive any and all defenses, including any mental health defenses, by entering this guilty plea? I do. Do you understand that if you went to trial, you would have the right to trial by jury? the right to see, hear, and confront witnesses called to testify against you by the state, the right to testify or remain, remain silent and not incriminate yourself. Do you understand that? I do. Do you understand that this guilty plea, you are giving up that all of those rights, the right to a trial by jury, the right to remain silent and not to incriminate yourself, the right to confront witnesses, the right to, of assistance of counsel hired by you or by, appointed by the court if you could not afford one, the right of the presumption of innocence, the right to testify on your own behalf or to present evidence on your behalf, the right to subpoena witnesses and compel the production of evidence, and the right to have charges against you being proven beyond a reasonable doubt, and the right to appeal if you were convicted after trial. Do you understand that you're giving up each and every one of these rights by pleading guilty here today? Yes, I understand all that. Has anyone forced, threatened, or promised you anything for you to enter into this guilty plea? No. It is your decision to waive these rights to enter into this guilty plea because you are in fact guilty? Yes. How do you plead to count 15 conspiracy to commit filing false documents in indictment number 23SC188947? Guilty. Have you and your attorney signed that indictment? Yes. Is your guilty plea freely and voluntarily given with full knowledge of the charges against you? Yes. Do you understand that you only have a limited right to appeal this guilty plea? Yes. And do you understand that you would have four years from today's date in order to file a habeas corpus petition challenging the voluntariness of this plea. I do. And Your Honor, the state has, um, in fact, checked and confirmed that Mr. Chesbrough does not have any felony convictions at all, so he has no, no criminal history to the state's knowledge. If this case were to go to trial, the state would have shown the following. Between November 18th of 2020 and January 6th of 2021, the defendant and co-conspirators, Donald John Trump, Rudolph William Lewis Giuliani, John Charles Eastman, Ray Stalling Smith III, Robert David Cheeley, Michael Roman, and others entered into a criminal conspiracy to cause certain other co-conspirators, including David James Schaefer, Sean Micah Thrasher Steele, and Kathleen Austin Latham to falsely hold themselves out as the duly elected and qualified electors for the president and vice president from Georgia following the November 3rd, 2020 presidential election. The objections of objectives of the criminal conspiracy included the following. One, to recruit certain individuals to falsely hold themselves out as the duly elected and qualified presidential electors from Georgia. Two, to create false electoral college documents including a false certificate of vote purporting to have been made by the authority of the duly elected and qualified presidential electors from Georgia. 
Three, to falsely state that co-conspirator Donald John Trump had won all of, the, all of Georgia's electoral college votes. And four, to deliver those false documents to the Georgia Secretary of State, the Chief Judge of the Northern District of Georgia, the Archivist of the United States, and the President of the United States Citizen being the Vice President. The purpose of creating these de and delivering these false documents were to disrupt and delay the joint session of Congress on January the 6th, 2021 by using the false documents from Georgia and other states in an attempt to cause Vice President Michael Pence to violate the Electoral College Act and the United States Constitution. This was part of a multi-state criminal conspiracy to unlawfully overturn the results of the November 3rd, 2020 presidential election in favor of the co-conspirator Donald John Trump, who did not win that election. Specifically pertaining to count 15 of the indictment, Federal laws require the Electoral College documents are maintained in multiple places, including the United States District Court in where the electors met and cast votes. In the Northern District of Georgia, Electoral College documents are maintained in the clerk's office, administrative staff with other non-case related documents, including standing orders and orders from the 11th Circuit Court of Appeals. Document maintained in the administrative safe are public records that can be inspected by members of the public and members of the public can request certified copies of those documents that contain the clerk's official seal. Overt acts committed to affect this object of the conspiracy included, but are not limited to the following. One, the defendant created and distributed false electoral college documents to individuals in Georgia and other states in coordination with Donald John Trump for President Inc., also known as the Trump campaign. The defendant provided detailed instructions to co-conspirators in Georgia and other states for creating and distributing these false documents. Three, co-conspirator Donald John Trump and John Charles Eastman solicited the director of the Republican National Committee to assist in recruiting persons to serve as fake electors in Georgia as well as in other states. Co-conspirators Rudolph William Lewis Giuliani solicited persons to serve as false electors and provided strategic instructions to several co-conspirators concerning the execution of the conspiracy in multiple states. Five, co-conspirator David James Schaefer, Sean Micah Thrasher Steele, and Kathleen Austin Latham and others met at the Georgia State Capitol in Fulton County, Georgia on December the 14th, 2020, created false electoral college documents that falsely stated that the co-conspirator Donald John Trump had received all of Georgia's electoral college votes and delivered those false electoral college documents to Congress and other governmental entities. The co-conspirators also attempted to deliver a copy of the false electoral college documents to the Northern District of Georgia for the purposes of filing, entering, and recording those documents in that court having reason to know that those documents contain materially false statements that the co-conspirators were the duly elected and qualified presidential electors of the state of Georgia. The defendant was personally also personally present on the grounds of the United States Capitol during the disruption and delay of the joint session of Congress on January the 6th. That would be the factual basis for this plea, Your Honor. Anything else to add, Ms. Young? Nothing further from the state. Is there any recommendation from the state on a behavioral incentive date, which I believe would have to be imposed in this sentence? The state has no issue with that, Your Honor. We understand that, that it, it will be as such. But what, what term would you recommend? Three years. All right. Mr. Governor, are you in agreement with that? Yes, Your Honor. Just to clarify for the record that given um, good behavior and following the rules and the statute that Mr. Chesborough's probation would terminate after three years. 
And are you requesting immediate sealing, Mr. Grebman? Yes, sir. All right, is there anything else that you'd like to add on, onto the record, Mr. Grebman? I would just like to thank the court, Your Honor. I know this has been a strain on court resources and a strain probably on your patients. And I know from time to time, I may have been one of the people that caused that, but thank you for your patience. And I, I really do appreciate it because um, I think the court's done a great job and um, we appreciate it on behalf of Mr. Chesborough. Well, uh, Mr. Grumman, there's no need to thank me. We are uh, here to give everyone their day in court. So I hope that's what we've been able to accomplish here today. Uh, Mr. Chesborough, I have a, a few questions for you, sir. Okay. Do you understand the remaining charge against you? I do. And you've heard the rights that you would give up by going forward with this plea. Do you still wish to uh, waive those rights and proceed? Yes. And are you pleading guilty today because you agree that there is a factual basis that supports this remaining charge? Yes, this charge. Mr. Grubman, are you satisfied your client is competent in understanding that the plea is voluntary and that there is a sufficient factual basis? Yes, Your Honor. And there is one thing that I was looking over um, to my co colleagues. Um, we have an agreement. Uh, I believe that this the state will agree this does not constitute a crime of moral turpitude. That is correct, Your Honor. Mr. Chesbro. have that. In the in the sentencing sheet, that would be great. Thank you. Understood. And I, I hear that that is without objection from the state and so consistent with the other resolutions in this case. We'll include that on any final disposition form. Uh, Mr. Chesbro, do you have any kind of a weapons carry license uh, in the state of Georgia or elsewhere? No. All right. Well, I agree and find that there's a sufficient factual basis for the charges as proffered by the state. And I find that this plea of guilty is knowingly, voluntarily, and intelligently entered. Uh, Mr. Chesbro has asked to be sentenced on the First Offender Act without objection from the state, and I'll approve that request with hold adjudication. Uh, but I must notify you, sir, that the plea can't be withdrawn simply because you don't abide by the terms of the sentence. And the terms of that sentence would be as recommended by the parties on uh, the sole count, 15. Uh, the sentence would be five years probation. Uh, there would be payment of $5,000 of restitution to... State of Georgia. All right. All right. And that will be um, later clarified through probation and the uh, on reflected in the final disposition form. And Your Honor, we will provide that information to probation as to exactly who that payment needs to go to. Understood. And, and as we've done before, uh, the specific language of these special conditions is agreed to by the council. If you could email the, us to those, we'll make sure they're reflected appropriately. And Your Honor, sorry to interrupt, sure. but Mr. Chesbro does live in Puerto Rico. So to the extent we could recommend to the probation office that his probation be transferred there, that would obviously be convenient. That might complicate things. Uh, we do have our uh, representative from probation here today, Ms. Pretty, uh, who is usually able to enlighten us on these kind of complications. Uh, Ms. Pretty, any thoughts when we have someone who's in one of the U.S. territories uh, under supervision? I would have to contact the supervisor about him being in Puerto Rico and how that transfer would happen normally in other states. We would just do paperwork for the ICOTS and he would contact the officer, but this is in another area. So if you give me five, 10 minutes, I can get the supervisor on the phone and find out. Okay. So uh, meaning to suggest that this would be something. No, I understand, Mr. Grumman. Let me ask this. Is Mr. Chesbro planning to leave Georgia today or was he planning to stay here at least for a few days? until we sorted things out. Yeah, he was planning on staying here for, for three to six months. So. I would think so. <laughs> Today, I 
he was most likely, and you could speak up on this topic that you were going to probably leave today, or we can. Uh, no, I'm I'm perfectly willing to stay for three or four days to be around to handle the logistical elements of this. No okay. problem. All right. I think then that that's what we have to do to go forward on on the plea today. We'll finalize it, and then as we learn from probation what logistically needs to happen to have it transferred we can usually that takes some time but i think uh, we'll see what we can do and if there's any kind of a modification we need to do in order to address these concerns we can take that up after the the plea has been finalized so um we'll follow up with you on that was there anything else mr grubman nothing your honor okay i yeah, just wanted to thank you for uh, the way you've handled these proceedings I appreciate it, Mr. Chesbo. We're not done yet. Uh, I've still got some special conditions, okay. um, which is that you uh, will have to complete 100 hours of community service. Uh, you, as recommended by the state, would have to write an apology letter, which I, you've already uh, handed to the court and satisfied. Uh, you're to testify truthfully in any other proceedings in this case against uh, any and all co-defendants. And that you're to have no contact with any members of the media, any co-defendants, or any potential witnesses, and that you're to uh, provide a full proffer and any all relevant documents to the state, which again, the state has said that you have satisfied. Uh, the case would uh, be immediately sealed under first offender. There'd be a behavioral incentive date of three years. So just uh, having now formally declared the sentence on the record, was there anything else that Miss um, Young, you think I neglected to add or that we need to have on the record? I don't believe so, Your Honor. Okay. All right, Mr. Grubman. Nothing, Your Honor. All right, good luck, Mr. Chesbro. Thank you so much. Thank you. Lawfare No Bull is produced in cooperation with the Brookings Institution and Goat Rodeo. You can support Lawfare's suite of podcasts by joining our Patreon at www.patreon.com slash lawfare. That's www.patreon.com slash lawfare. You should rate and review Lawfare No Bull wherever you found us and you should share us on all the social medias. And as always, thanks for listening.